Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. The new year is a few weeks away and it's time to set some goals. This episode is not about tips on how to do that. It's actually more of a cautionary tale, shall we say, but I do think it will help you not learn this the hard way like I did. But first, let me tell you a little story. Gather around, kids. A few years ago, I promised I would change my life. I'd come off a year where I had doubled my income, hired an all new fancy team, but I was exhausted as heck. And yet I had my head set on building an empire, right? An empire in the form of what I had at the time, an agency with lots of social media clients and a team that could help me manage it all. And what was weird about that was the way I was doing business really did not appeal to me anymore. I was literally chained to my computer. I was truly exhausted. I had no time for anything, right? Anything or anyone, especially not myself. And it all did not feel worth it. Why put all this freaking effort into making more money if you didn't have time to live? I was pulling all-nighters at least once a week, sometimes multiple times a week. And for years leading up to this, I was saying, like, all I had to do is hire this person and it's going to get better or do this thing and it will get better or, you know, whatever it might be. And it just never got better. I was doing it all wrong. And I think the big thing is I didn't understand the reason business was no longer filling me up was because of the way I was running it. I had built a foundation designed to need me. No problem could be solved without me. My team barely spoke to one another. They all had to go through me, which is so bizarre when I think about it now. Like, Why would you ever build a team like that? Um, no decision could move forward without my approval. I was a total bottleneck for my business. And by the way, I was this way before I even had the team, right? The team was supposed to be the solution. I thought if I had the team, it would solve all my, my problems, right? It would make me like my business more because I'd have other people doing the stuff that I hated, right? That was what I thought, but it just didn't work. It didn't happen the way I thought it would happen. And I was exhausted and I secretly just hated my business. And yet I kept making these goals to grow the business, to grow the team, to make more money inside of the business. And I couldn't come to terms with the fact that it was just not working at all anymore. Even though all that growth was actually happening, I was freaking miserable. So I couldn't quit it, let alone, I should caveat here. I also couldn't quit it, right? Because not everyone has the luxury to just shut down a business when they don't like it anymore. So I totally understand that. I couldn't just quit it. So I was trying to make it work also partly because of that. But deep down inside, like, There was just so much, I was so fed up with it and I didn't know what the heck to do with it because the truth is I needed to blow it up and start over again, right? It wasn't going to be solved with the team member. It wasn't going to be solved with the new strategy. That's not the problem. The problem was that I needed to start over again. 
right? I needed to actually focus on the parts of my business that I really liked and that I wanted to spend time in, and I needed to build out from there. But I think at my core, I didn't believe you could build a business like that. Like build a business based off of your joy. That seems so ridiculous. It doesn't seem logical or like grounded in reality, (laughs) right? It feels like work is work. It should be painful. I hope no one else has these beliefs, but like I definitely was struggling with this at this time. I just felt like in order to be success, you had to work your ass off, okay? And if it was painful, that was normal. Like... I still remember times when my husband would complain about things at his job and I'd be like, Bradley, this is a job. What are you trying to do? Like it? Like I remember just having such crazy thoughts about my work, right? And I think that I was just trying to justify all the time I was putting into something and trying to give me reasons to just keep going, just keep going, right? Anyways, I still struggle with some of that a little bit. I definitely have some beliefs probably from childhood. Who knows what that's about? And that's a whole other episode. But anyway, all of this to say, it took me almost a year after having this revelation to have the guts to actually shut down my business so that I could build it back up again. And after that, my goals went from wanting to double my income again, right? Because that had been my goal every year, double my income, double my income, to wanting to take things to a next level in a different way, to redefine what the heck that meant. I wanted to actually start making money in a way where I really enjoyed the work that I was doing. So I let go of all of my one-on-one clients because that the work of managing their social media marketing efforts was just not bringing me that joy anymore. I was like, like I said, chained to my computer, working all nighters. It was a nightmare, right? But of course, in letting go of all these clients, I also let go of all of my financial security, which was a big, scary move. And again, caveat, at this point in my life, my husband had a more secure job and things like that. So I was able to be like, okay, maybe I can do this, right? And he, of course, wanted me to because he was like, I cannot stand you working yourself to death, which was what was happening. So I went all in on the thing that I had the most fun with. And that was my membership. I'm sure many of you have figured that all out now. So for the first time ever, I was focusing on the thing that brought me joy. And I let go of all the stuff that kept me feeling stuck. And the result, transparency, not going to lie here. I absolutely did not double my income that year. I did not double my income this year either, right? Not even close. However, Close to the end of my first year of doing business this way, I actually had my most successful month in business yet of every all of the years that I've been in business. And while I still need to work on making that like a consistent thing, I think what was really a revelation for me was that I did that working completely differently, right? I wasn't going to bed at 4 a.m. in the morning. I was going to bed at like 10 p.m. Right? I got there being a balanced human being. I got there watching TV. I got there traveling. I traveled a ton this year, right? So, why am I telling you this, right? This does, of course, have to do with you. Two things, two big things that I am realizing as I continue to try to grow business this way instead of the old way. The first one is when we get to the end of the year right now, right? Our tendency is to start thinking about our goals. And I think that is so great. But I think we also need to get in the habit of questioning those goals because sometimes the goal 
is actually what is keeping us stuck. Had I not decided to double my joy instead of my income, which again, even as I say it, it sounds so fluffy for me. I hate fluffy stuff. I, like I don't, I, I'm a very strategic, logical person, and it just sounds so like double my joy, like oh gag, right? Like I don't love talking that way, and I know it's cheesy and cliche, but just hear me out and stick with me for a second, right? Had I not decided to double my joy instead of my income, I probably would have doubled my income. And I would have still been totally clueless as to why the heck I was so freaking stuck. Again, I know it sounds cheesy, but it really is one of the biggest lessons of the last two years. Your business will not be sustainable if you start to hate it. End of. It is actually a big money move to think about our joy. It's actually a big money move to think about our experience inside of our business, which leads me to the second thing. And that is, it's important to talk about thinking about the less tangible goals that we forget to make as well. I'll give you an example of this inside of what the heck to post. We just had a new member mixer and something we talked a lot about on this new member mixer. And again, a new member mixer was basically just a place for all of our new members to meet each other and to meet me. I got a sense of what their goals were and what they were proud of and what they were working on. It just helped me understand them better. Right. But I started off our new member mixer talking about goals, what goals they were setting inside of the membership. And what I was trying to make clear was I didn't just want them to think about engagement goals or how many followers they want or how many sales they want to make. Like, of course, we have to think about those things because we are businesses, but we cannot forget the goals that have to do with the experience that we are having or the experience that we want to have. Do you want to feel less overwhelmed when you create content? Do you want to actually enjoy yourself creating content, like actually have fun creating content? Do you want to have more creativity? And I think this is something we should be doing in our businesses too. What is the experience you want to be having within your business and how can you create goals about that, right? Not just the income, but about the experience you want to have. Because again, if we get so blinded by the income goals and by the team and the expansion goals and forget about making sure we actually like the businesses we are building, we're going to have to quit it. We'll be done with it before we can even reap the benefits, right? We'll shut it down before we can even get to that 10-year mark where things are really swimming, right? So that is my food for thought for you today. What are we doing if we're not enjoying ourselves, because it is way easier to go out and get a real job. It is way easier to get a job that has health insurance and freaking benefits and vacation days. Like I haven't had a true vacation day in years. And like I said, only in the last couple of years, has that actually not eaten away at me because of the way I've been running my business. But before that I was working seven days a week, six or seven, depending on the week no vacation days, definitely no health insurance, no benefits. Yeah. And I was making money and that was great. And I have a savings account and I went from being afraid of being homeless to actually having money in the bank. And I have so much gratitude for my hustle during those years. However, there was no way in hell I was going to last. Like that business was not going to get to that 10 year, 20 year mark where things can look so dramatically different. Like my clients when I was managing their marketing, the clients that lasted for you know, 10, 20 years, they were the ones 
that had created the kind of business that was bringing in seven figures every year. Like the people that put in that freaking time, right? And in that time, they had learned this lesson too. They had also reached that point of burnout. They had also reached that point of like, what the fuck? How am I going to keep up with this thing? Right. And they also had to make changes so that they could keep going and actually get to that point of reaping the benefits that they're working so hard for. Right. And I think it's also funny to think about like so often the circumstances we're working under, if we were experiencing those circumstances, but working for a company, we would freaking quit. (laughs) We would walk the fuck out of that place. But we build our own business and we put ourselves last on the list every single time. So, all of that to say, Don't forget your joy, friends, (laughs) truly, your well-being, the experience that you are having in your business. You are not going to hit that next level consistently if you ignore it. So as you are planning your goals this year, okay, I love the money goals. I love the expansion goals. I'm here for it. I think they're all great, but you have got to add the goals about the experience you are having. Think about how the heck you ran this business this year. Think about the things that kept you up way too late. Think about the things that brought so much anxiety and truly consider how can I fix those things before the money comes, before all that stuff comes, how can I fix those things? Because if you don't, you will not make it. You will not make it to that point of being able to bring in that income consistently enough and sustainably enough for the long term, for your family, for your goals, for all those things. It will not happen if you are not taken care of. So keep that in mind, okay? Happy, happy 2023 planning. I'll see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.